Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hey, look, our red tag is back. It's been a while. It's been a while, Dave. We're recording, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> what up? What up, everyone? Glad you all could join us. Um, we, we, um... It's Wednesday, so, you know, it's a podcast day. We got a lot to get to, of course. Yeah, no, it's not my AEW. Yeah, I was, about I, to, to, I was about to start with that. I was about to start with that. Um, Dave, how do you feel about Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship? After what he did to that poor 16-year-old boy, I think Brock Lesnar should go to hell. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yep. you. And hey, he pissed off the wrong person because Cain Velasquez is his godfather. Oh, yeah. Former MMA superstar. We saw that on Thursday, on uh, Friday night. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike, we are in the heat of baseball season. <laughs> the Yankees, oh, yes. as of last night, have clinched a berth in the ALCS. And await either Tampa Bay or Houston, who play Game Five. I think it's tonight. Uh, I believe it's tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? Yeah, I think tonight. Well, right now it's Slaughter Fest. Uh, oh, how bad is uh, it? St. Louis is up big, thirteen-one. I'm watching that, and then what uh, inning? Eighth, bottom of the eighth. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yes, it's almost over. The, oh, thank God. The, the okay. Is almost over. Thank God. Okay. Um, and then uh, Washington, LA tonight. Okay. Okay. Washington, LA is going to be good. That's going to be a fun game. I kind of want to see Washington win. I want to see the I want to see the Nats win. I'm tired yeah, of the Dodgers. Yes. <coughs> uh, not good on my side in terms of hockey. Uh, the Islanders uh, got their asses kicked. Uh, against Edmonton uh, last night, courtesy of four goals by James Neal. Yeesh. Hey, don't feel too bad. We gave up seven goals against Buffalo. 
Yeah, where the hell's Kyle anyway? Where the hell's Kyle anyway? Where's that son of a bitch? Kyle. I want to talk to you about that game. Where's that son of a bitch? Yeah, where's Kyle? Because he's but, uh, young. Yeah. He's got to put on his makeup. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But, um. He's got to put on his makeup, fix his hair. Don't you know this? Yeah, true. Mike, I want to throw this out to you. Um, okay. Russell, between the two MVP favorites right now, it's probably Mahomes and Wilson, right? I would say so, yeah. Okay, because Russell Wilson's playing out of his fucking mind. One of his better years as of late. It's probably, if if he were to finish this season on the pace he's going, he would shatter the NFL single season completion percentage. Shatter it. The record, I think, is 71.6 by Drew Brees last year. He is on pace to throw for 74% of his passes. That's impressive. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's mad numbers. That's ridiculous. But the reason why I want to bring this up to you is because someone mentioned this to me on U Stadium hours ago. So, six years, almost five years ago, Seattle and New, England, and New England played a classic of a Super Bowl, which, result, which resulted in me crying my face off <laughs> at the end of the game. Rightfully so, though. Rightfully so. And I, I want to get both your thoughts on this. I mean, do you think it could happen again? Because I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for potential... Seattle New England rematch down in Miami. Um, it would be great because I mean Seattle's obviously defensively speaking they're not the same as they were years ago. I mean they're oh, still no. they're still top ten total defense. They're eighth in defense. And you, and you won't ever replace the Legion of Doom. You, That's just not ever Legion of Boom. You you can't replace yes. that. So. I am Legion of Doom. Yes, I was thinking Legion of Doom, yes. I thought so. <laughs> yes, I was thinking. I was watching old classic videos earlier, so it made me think of them. Um, but no, you won't ever replace the Legion of Boom at all. No, you I can't. I think Seattle out of the NFC has a real good chance of making the in the uh, Super Bowl. I think the Saints do, but my concern is Drew Brees, and it's been my concern even at the beginning of the season. Um, Dallas, I'm not 100%. I'm not sold, sold on the Cowboys. I'm not sold no. I mean. Uh-huh. Who has New England even played? Let's be honest here. Their one big test was Buffalo so far. And how'd that go? Exactly. How'd that go? And if it wasn't for Josh Allen and consistency, the Bills would have won that game. The Bills probably should have won. The Bills should have won that game. Excuse me. The NFL is going to find their way to get New England in the Super Bowl for whatever reason that's their love fest just like ESPN and the, and the SEC in college football it's their love fest they for some reason they want them to be the talk of the town I think Seattle has a good chance um, me personally I would rather see Seattle than I would Dallas or even Green Bay I think I think Seattle gives better matchups against New England than any of those and we can't come in and plus, it can't get any worse than the Super Bowl from last year with the Los Angeles Rams in there. No, it can't. That was horrible. That was lame. It was bad. 
It was bad. Now the question, Dan, and Dave, you can answer as well. Does New Orleans, obviously we can't talk about the past, but it's always a question you always want to ask yourself. What if New Orleans beat New England last year? If New Orleans beat the Patriots last year in the Super Bowl. Do you think Drew Brees would retire? Yes. If they would have won last year? Yes. I think so too. Brees would have retired. Breeze arguably had the best season of his career last year, despite the. I mean, despite throwing for, despite all those years of throwing for five thousand yards, I mean, I could. Ref, I, let me rephrase that. His he had his best season since twenty eleven. Oh, by far, yeah. Best season since twenty eleven, but oh, absolutely. If you want to say. The, the Saints got screwed. It's a hundred percent fact. The Saints got. Screwed. We had Dean Blandino on. He he even said yep. that was an egregious call. But you you can't change the past as much as we want to change the past. Well, no, exactly. I mean, I still got to live with that that slant in the one yard line. I still got to live with that. <laughs> Mike, you still have to live with that ass kicking I gave you guys the year prior. And you still have to throw. You still have to live with your front girlfriend. Yeah. Pretty much. And the Bills have to relive the fact they lost four schools in a row. Not that we got to. Yeah, file, no. But. I mean, hey. Only Kyle's here, man. <laughs> <laughs> breathe, man, breathe. <laughs> but. Out of the entire NFC. If you were to look at this thoroughly, there are probably three, maybe four teams that you could say have a realistic shot of getting there, of getting to the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. I, whoever comes out of the NFC North won. Um, Seattle, Seattle, LA, and probably, let's be honest, the Saints. I mean, this, with Teddy Bridgewater, they've actually haven't lost a step. I'm really impressed with Bridgewater. I think he's played well so far. Yeah. I, the one thing that concerns me with the Hawks is the ability to get their receivers more involved. Mm. We, we've seen Metcalf get involved somewhat. But then again, this is an offense that runs primarily through the running game. And you have three guys. You have a three-headed monster running back with Carson, Penny, and Procise that obviously can all catch the ball. They can all run the football. But you have to get these receivers involved. They are too. They have too deep at receiver. The, this was what I was most excited about. They're so deep at receiver. It's awesome. You have. You have four guys that are all capable of starting. You have Metcalf. You have Jerron Brown, who's a, who's an established veteran. David Moore, who balled out last year. Oh, yes. He's starting, he's starting to get his strides back. And Tyler Lockett, Lockett. was a 1,000-yard yeah. receiver with under 60 catches. But Jesus Christ, Dave. Wow, that was... That was unnecessary, but... <laughs> I expect nothing less out of you. You liked that, didn't you? <laughs> and <coughs> there were rumors surfacing out that Seattle could trade for one of the Viking receivers, which I didn't see that happening. 
If it oh, was Xavier Rhodes? Receivers. Oh. Uh, Diggs. Yep. Here's if if Seattle decides Now what's now I missed the whole story. What's going on with Diggs? Well Diggs What I kept seeing was is that he oh, was right, unhappy he was unhappy with Kirk Cousins, which who which who wouldn't be unhappy with Kirk well, Cousins? Let's yeah. be completely honest here. Hello. So the same thing with Adam Thielen. Now, I would not be the one to say the Vikings should go fire sale because they're three and two right now. But <clears throat> at the same time, you have a couple pieces that can be traded. Everson Griffin's one of them. Mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes is another one. Yeah. The the only player that I think they sh- the only two players I think they should not trade are Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. Also Kyle Rudolph. Because Rudolph, yeah. you just signed Kyle Rudolph to that big extension. Mike, what are you doing? Uh, that makes and sense. Watching the, and watching the devil. That makes sense. But, I mean, the Browns have all this talent. And the only advantage that the Vikings have over... I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. I hate to do this to your boy from Oklahoma. Uh, I know where you're going with this. Sorry, Mike. The Browns and the, and the Vikings are in very similar situations. They're both inconsistent at quarterback. I mean, I Cleveland's problem. Baker. Cleveland's problem is the offensive line. The second Joe Thomas retired, that was it. It was like they're never going to have a better offensive line. But well, no, and you, you can't replace Joe Thomas either. You can't replace ten thousand consecutive snaps. You can't replace that. Well, no, exactly. And. The, the Vikings also have a good defense. They have a great defensive personnel. It's what's Cleveland would be if Cleveland, let's be honest here, the Browns should never have made that trade for Olivier Vernon for Kevin Zeitler. They should, they oh, probably could have made, they, for God's sakes, they should have made the Beckham trade because that they need weapons. They need some weapons and they need some firepower. And the Giants had to get out of that contract. There was no well, way. What? Well, yeah, I mean, they're, in, they're, they're, I agree. They're in rebuilding mode. And with that contract, you cannot rebuild because of this horrendous. Christ, Dave. We have some people with, with Dave, epilepsy, man. Come on. <laughs> Who's watching this with epilepsy? Pe- the people <laughs> on YouTube. Well, that's their problem. They were warning or something. No, Lord. Oh, I gotta put disclaimer. I have to somehow a disclaimer and say, please close your eyes when Dave shows flashlight. <laughs> put that thing away. You're welcome. <laughs> well, let's go back. Going back to Cleveland, what do you think? In my personal, what I watched from them against San Francisco was a team that is in disarray. Baker Mayfield, I. They're in the what I saw. Wow. What I saw was you have a team with a terrible offensive line, no coordination, 
And honestly, the coaching, the coaching was well, awful. Freddie Kitchens isn't, I don't know. I don't think Freddie Kitchens was the right choice. I say give them another year. You give them another year. You have a crap ton of cash space you're working with. On estimate, probably another sixty or seventy million dollars in cash space you gotta work with. Um, if Mayfield is worth it, you stick with him. But so far, he has shown that he is worth the first overall pick. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. He's shown that he's worth it. But what concerns me the most is the defense and the offensive line for Cleveland. Um, this is where I say to myself, oh, you could trade for Trent, for Trent Williams and make this thing, you know, a lot better. But at the same time, I think to myself, wait a minute, Trent Williams is a free agent at the end of the year, and you could probably mm-hmm. cut Vernon at the end of the year because, let's be honest here, the Browns are not sticking with that contract. Well, no, no not at all. So, this draft... How long, how long do you have left for Beckham's contract? Uh, counting this year, four years. Oh. It's... I mean, the only team realistically that could have, that could have afforded that contract was Cleveland, so... It was... Oh, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm sick. I'm sick. I, I've been sick as a dog for two weeks. I I haven't been able to sleep. So, to put it, put it in perspective, like I go to sleep. Have you tried the sleeping tea? I have not, but I um, I've tried warm milk, and uh Cardinals finally won. Okay. Yep. Um, what I've done is that I've I've gone to sleep at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, and then I wake up two hours later. I'll I'll try it eventually, but that's aside the that's aside the point. I I need to sleep better. I I need to sleep better. Well, of course yeah, your body. That's how your body. Well, yeah. Well, I feel like fucking garbage. <laughs> I do. I really do. That too. Um. Mike, I mean, yes. out of all the contending, I mean, Cleveland, yes, needs a left tackle. Um, out of the contending teams, the trade market's interesting. So Xavier Rhodes probably is going to be is probably going to be in the market. We know Jalen Ramsey's in the market. Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, Chris Harris, mm-hmm. uh, AJ Green's been on the market. I personally wouldn't make a. I wouldn't trade for the him. The only reason I would trade for a receiver is if all my receivers are dropping passes, they're injured, or just they're not doing any well. But and I want. I want. I also want to bring this up. L.A. When Seattle played Los Angeles at home. Their defense is not good. No. The Rams defense. And people are still killing me 
over the super over my playoff predictions that I made, saying that Seattle would finish two games ahead of the Rams to get the one seed. I think my only playoff prediction so far that's probably going to be a um, a laughter at the end of the year is Cleveland. Yeah. So who do we say? Do we? Who do we think will make the first move first? Well, depends. I'm focusing on the NFC East right now because you could argue. The Giants' biggest need is defense. But you could also make the case they need a big-name wide receiver. Because Shepard's out. Slayton's been good. Golden Tate just got off suspension. But if the Giants really think they can compete this year, I would focus on them potentially making a trade. Other than that, Seattle maybe, but then again, who can they afford? Well, that's what I was about to say, because I know Jalen Ramsey's asking price is going to be high. I would not trade two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what I understand. Khalil Mack, I understand, was worth two first-round picks and two second-round picks. Now, the Raiders are now laughing in the Bears' faces because Chicago has now tied that contract for six more years. And the Raiders are now going to Chicago like, you see, we were smart because now we have your draft capital and we got cap space. So, I think... I still think he's, I still think Sanders would be traded. Sanders is going to get traded. I I, I think. Yeah, it, I, I just think he wants out. Chris Harris is. I still think he'll be. Chris is interesting. Be, yeah, exactly. Chris is interesting he's because he's a very interesting player. You could say he. Well, he's one of those rare corners that could play multiple positions on the field. He could play outside, he could play inside, he could play way inside. In the dime position, or... The dime position. That's a real position, Dave. Woo! It's called dime back. Woo! <laughs> Anyways, go on. And Listen to you, it, little shit. He's made, it time, he's made it known time in and time out again time and time again that he wants to be a Bronco for life. Now, last offseason, do I think i like to know what was in John Elway's mind to just sit there and practically almost lose one of the best corners in the game. Um, I would hate to lose Chris Harris, but again, holy crap. I, I don't know if John Elway's going to have a job come by the time the end of the year comes. Uh, either. And I bring that up. Um, Vic Vangio, I don't think, was the right choice for Denver. Yes, Dave? This is off topic, but Cruz, turn on the TV to uh, 37. Why? What's up? Are you talking about AEW Chris Jericho? 
Chris Jericho, they brought back Jack Swagger, yep. they got Jim Ross on a commentary. Really? Yeah. I like Chris uh, Jericho. I'm about to say Chris Harris. I like Chris Jericho's uh, shirt. It's yeah. nice. I like that they let him use his own music. So is this kind of, so is AEW the 2019 version of WCW eventually? Is this where we're going to be getting at? That's, that's the way I kind of see it, or the old ECW. That's what I was kind of was hoping for. Yeah, I could see it being kind of like ECW being that they can probably get bought out. So ultimately I feel like Cody Rhodes can't hold together this for too long. Yeah, this could be an 8AF. AEW, no, I think this is going to be a success. And the only reason, and the reason is, is because the wrestling market itself. You look at WCW's ACW, you look at everything that happened. Now, I do I think this ends up becoming like an NXT? Paul Heyman sold ECW to WWE, though. Correct. But you look at... And then when WCW closed, they bought... Uh, WWE the name. But here's where I bring this in mind here. And you look at the way hockey has their own minor leagues. Potentially this could be a whole like a minor league system. Well, where N- well you have NXT, yes, but you could also bring... No, no, a- they got the- Ohio Valley Wrestling, they got TNA. But you, you hear me, you hear me out what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. Mike gets, Mike probably gets what I'm saying because he knows the minor... Oh, yeah. The minor league hockey system, like fucking crazy, because you have Den because you have Oklahoma- Denver is known for for having big time hockey. Oh yeah, and potential. I I feel like oh, there's just a whole minor league thing, but then again, this is this this has the XFL written all over it. Where I mean, I hope it I hope it succeeds. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I really do. It'd be something different. Yeah, oh yeah. Chris Jericho looks good for his 50s. Yeah, he does. He's scared, so. Good for him. But, I mean, WWE has gotten stale over the years. The you can make, you can make, you can make different, you know, different cases. I'm sure Dave will defend it for his life. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, like I said before, I would not be surprised if this becomes like a whole WWE, like, minor league situation where there's like, there's NXT. My thoughts are, I don't think the WWE has done good since 2010, just about. With exceptions in the Wyatt family, have brought back the 24-7 title. And Mike can disagree with me on this. Oh, I knew you were going to say something. (laughs) However, however, it is something. You know, Chris Jericho should bring back the list. Maybe. But the The list of Jericho. The 24-7 championship. (laughs) I've just never been a fan of. Well, hey, listen. I, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I have to, it, it's the guys it's, on Spice Center have held the title. So I mean, exactly. 
it's entertaining. <laughs> a little, little bit. BBC <laughs> rapper, uh, what's his name, Marshmallow. He had for a couple hours. But I mean, Jesus. Why not? No, I agree with you. It's definitely entertaining. It's just the consist the inconsistency, <laughs> the consistency of changing belts. <laughs> Yeah. Mike, um, Marquis Blair, he was a Big 12 guy, right? Uh-huh. Or is it Pac-12? Uh, Utah, he was Utah. Pac-12. Was he? Pac-12, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Dave, Utah. Marquis Blair is practicing and... How he is in the starting free safety for Seattle, I have no idea. But that's beside the point. Um, what else has been new for WWE? Pete Carroll, how long do you really think he has left? Two years. Because he hasn't made a lot of decisions, I thought, and you may agree with to or disagree, that actually hurt you guys and helped you guys. Well, here is... This is, um, Pete Carroll is a very conflicting individual for me, because on one side I want him fired, the same time I want him to retire. Well, of course, right. Because he is the president of football operations, and what's really holding me back is that this team should be 5-0. This team should be 5-0. You have... Multiple, you have, you have weapons everywhere, and I mean, okay. Here's what I think is probably going to happen if Pete Carroll does decide to hang it up. Yes, Dave. Doesn't this Chris Jericho kind of remind you of the Brood? A little bit. Back in the days, the Brood. Mm, yeah, I can see it. A little yeah. bit. With the shirt and the pants, the way they're all dressed. Yeah. When he was doing that gothic vampire thing or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. The one thing I don't like about Chris Jericho is the hair. Oh, I like the hair. I don't. Make it into a mall and I'll be happy. I like the spiky <laughs> hair thing better. No, seriously. Chris Jericho the mullet? Come on. Yeah. Do you think you can pull that off? If I can pull off a mullet, I think he can too. No, you cannot pull off a mullet. I know, I can't. Mike, maybe. Ooh, I used to have Mullet Cruise. That would be interesting. Okay, that's a fine on my part, Mom. Fine. <laughs> that's a fine I on think, my part. I think Cruise can. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I tried Mohawks. I tried Mohawks once. I would not, I'm not doing anything with my hair again. No. I want to see the Mohawk. No, it was horrible. No, because the story goes is that I was probably like seven or eight years old. I was kidding on that part. I was like seven or eight years old, and my and my babysitter at the time, um, her boyfriend, we used to go over his house a lot because he was cool with hair. He was great with hairstyles. He was he was a barber. He was a barber or some shit, and. And he would, like, screw around my hair. It would spike my hair up and make it into a mohawk. 
Because you know I was seven or eight. I was seven or eight years old at the time. I was I was trying to be the quote unquote cool kid on the block or some shit. But now it's like oh, I mean I got two different columns like I got a big fucking column right here. Just because. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very nice plastic comb, nothing too special. But going back to P. Carroll, I mean, here's what I think is going to happen if P. Carroll decides to hang it up. He's going to somehow, like, he's not going to resign as president of Up Operations because he loves control. But if he were to hang it up and retire in general, um. I would hope Schneider, John Schneider, becomes full-time president of football operations and general manager. I hope that happens. And I hope he brings along either A, Dan Quinn, Jim Schwartz, or a Mike McCarthy as the next head coach. I wouldn't mind Mike McCarthy at Denver. No, I, I wouldn't mind it either. But I need a guy who's who represents the culture. And the first two guys, Kyle, got me hooked up on got me hooked on Jim Schwartz years ago. He said that Jim Schwartz would be the best coaching hire for Seattle if P. Carroll were to be let go. Well, I kind of like to see that happen just to see if it does. Um, Dan Quinn's interesting because Quinn. Has been, Dan has been here before, of course, defensive coordinator of the Seahawks for two years, legendary defenses, and it's it's tough because I like him as a coach, I don't like him as a head coach because the first two years that he had in Atlanta, he had Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator, and then of course things took off. In, 20, in 2016, where you had arguably the best offense the league has ever seen since the greatest show on turf. Oh, my <clears throat> now, my dream scenario would probably be, jeez, Jim Harbaugh as my head coach. I would get Harbaugh back as my head co- as my head coach, so I could stick it to the Niners. Um, <laughs> Ken Wisenhunt as my offensive court, or Arthur Smith, Titans offensive coordinator, as my as my OC, as my offensive coordinator. Or hey, who are you? Or as as my defensive coordinator. Um, I gotta go Greg Williams. I gotta bring Greg in. I like, yeah, I like Greg. Um, and I think you have three guys that are all capable of coaching this team. But, you know, Harbaugh is interesting. Now, if Harbaugh decides to leave Michigan, I do think... Which is a real possibility. Which is a very strange... Which is a very strong yeah. possibility at the end of this year. Very strong possibility. Um, Michigan, huh? He's going to get calls. He's going to get calls. Now, P. 
Pete Carroll, for all I know, could retire at the end of the year because he's 68 years old. He's He refuses to change his ways. But what are you doing, Dave? I've got a hair on my camera lens. Hang on. Okay. It looks like you're trying to pet me. That's what I thought. Okay. But I have a dog. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mind. Kind of counts. In between. Fifty-fifty. Done. Fifty-fifty. Piss off, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're stroking your thinking beard like, hmm. What can I do to Dan today? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like Silent Bob. You can almost read my thoughts. <laughs> but All I... You do is look at you and you know what you're doing. Probably. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Option two for me for Seattle. If, if, of course, if it all works out. I mean, I would make Ken Wisenhunt my offensive coordinator. I would see if Gus Bradley decides, hey, I want to come to Seattle, become the defensive coordinator again. Or, if need be, I can make Quinn the head coach, Arthur Smith the offensive coordinator, and Gus Bradley my DC. That actually seems more realistic. I like that. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I'm just kind of curious how much Pete Carroll has left in his gas tank. Maybe a year, two years, I have no idea. What if Seattle wins the Super Bowl this year? Retires. See, I was thinking that. Retires. Ugh. Crazy, I want to get the hairstyle like Jimmy Havoc. No. Oh. Fuck you. No. <laughs> it's a media fine. I had a hairstyle just like that. Of course you did. Ugh. What are you guys doing next week? Mm. We'll find out. Ugh. We'll see. I'm going to call it tonight, guys. There you go. I got shit going on. <laughs> Uh, I'm probably not going to be available tomorrow since it's, uh, it's the, it's the birthday tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, turn 22 tomorrow. So, I turn 22 going, uh, on Saturday. Woo! I, I turn 32 in March. Nice. You got like 10 years on old. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you. Take it easy, guys. Too uh, sweet. Sweet.